I just like the visual of that. It hides away like a turtle. Think of a turtle. As long as you're with me, a turtle going I'm holding into a on, shell. I'm holding on to that thing. He ain't going <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> And welcome back to Give, Give It To Me, me straight. straight. I'm Alex. And I am John. And we are your gracious hosts of you know, this amazing podcast. What I realized. You, you just shat on my intro. I don't care. You know what I realized last time is that we took a long break off and then we announced that we were back and we might have new listeners and we didn't even say what our podcast is about. Oh, then tell them. What is it about? You uh, don't know. You don't know. <laughs> Relationship, comedy. We like to throw in some advice that we probably shouldn't give because you know, we don't know what we're talking about. It's about whatever you, Balance. you want it to be about. No, we give unsolicited relationship advice. Uh, you, I guess it's, again, we say it's unsolicited, but if you ask for it, I guess it's solicited. We're going to give it to you straight. Yeah. So uh, we have our listeners write in, send us emails. And at the end of each podcast, we give you guys some relationship advice or just advice in general, whatever right. you want to know. Right. You want to know how to bake your cookies? Can't help you because I burn, <laughs> I burn them every time. That's true. That's true. Anyways, let's dive into our highs and lows because I'm excited. Highs um, and lows. Do you have any? Uh, my high is that I hit a personal record on the Peloton. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't, I've never even rode one. So what's like a record? <laughs> I don't I don't know. It's just like Peloton logs your stats and it's very hard to Is beat it like yourself. what place you came in or no, the miles? No, no, no. It has speed. to do with like your past, your past statistics, like how you rode okay. <laughs> previously. So what was it? So I'm a better rider. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just hit a PR. That's it. I, I'm not. It just gonna... says you hit a PR. Doesn't no, tell you what you did. No, it does. Like it, I could go into my numbers and see. Like my output was higher than what it has been in the past. You really hyped this up. <laughs> like you were gonna tell me something, but you really just gave me no information. You know at all. what? It doesn't matter. I was gonna say. I don't think it's because I'm like stronger or like a better Pelotoner. I think it was the playlist that I was listening to while I was riding. Who was the coach? Alex Toussaint, I think that's how you pronounce it, but he had a banger playlist. It was just club hits. I think Ooh, that's what it was, but that gets you going, but you it know? was like all throwbacks from 2012. So like back to my college days and I was like, whoa, I feel like I'm actually back in the club. Does like Peloton have like playlists that are put on Spotify or anything? Yes. They yeah. Are? Mm -hmm. okay. Well, I don't think from certain classes, but certain instructors will build playlists on Spotify. Because I'm always looking for like a new playlist because I'm so yeah, tired of listening to the same like 90s hits or whatever. <laughs> That's what you listen or to? Or 2000s Is that what hits. you listen to at the gym? I'll listen. I'll, I'll blend in rap with a little like Rage Against the Machine, random. I, You know, Kelly Clarkson. I have a weird, I have an eclectic taste you're so you're so unique unique you nork <laughs> nope, not it. unique That's new not york it. but okay. i feel like a good song is so underrated like sometimes i'll just go so long listening to these crime podcasts and i'm like why am i in a bad how mood? does that pump you up it i'm i'm literally getting to the point that obviously doesn't pump <laughs> me up it, it gets me on high alert i know but okay what made you even decide like oh you know i'm about to lift you know what i'm gonna put on what's the chick's name Beth or whatever from True Crimes. I want to listen to her tell me about how someone got stabbed 36 times. That's going to really jack me up. 
I'm not talking about like at the gym. I'm just saying in general, oh. listening to too many crime podcasts that negatively affect your mood and not necessarily. Sometimes it just like makes me more aware of my surroundings. I'm like, who the fuck is that? A murderer. Uh, I guess I appreciate that. Uh, but no, I feel like a, when you listen to a good song, you're just like, wait, I'm immediately more happy. What's If you had to pick one song like right now off the top of your I head, can't. you can't think of one song. No. It's like, what is the one song that's going to get me going? Not sexually, but like at, at the gym. <laughs> um, I, I can't think of that. Can't any. think of one? I feel like if I heard it, I'd be like, oh yeah, this this one. But I know like, it's one for me. What it's is Little it? John and the East Side Boys. And he's like, a milli. Oh, wait, no, that's, no, it's that's like, Lil Wayne. Throw your motherfucking hands up. Nope. You don't know that one? No. I don't even know the name of that song. Anyway, so it's just, you know, there's certain songs that get you going, man. I, I, I agree with you. I just can't think of any. No, no. And sometimes I don't like always know the names of songs. I'm just like. Right. Yeah. I, for me, it's like I never listen to the words of a song ever. It's the beat <laughs> that gets me going. Is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, though, going back to crime podcasts, I feel like they make you think in a different way also. Because the other day when we came home at like 1 a.m., our neighbor was hosing down his his so front creepy. porch. No, no. He was watering his grass. At was he? One he was hosing something down. No, it was on my, I saw him. Either way, I, we were driving, like we were getting home late. Where were we? Were we driving? We were we, coming back we got, from Raleigh? No, it's when we flew back from California. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we were coming back from the airport. And I was like, John, look away. And he was like, what? I was like, our neighbor is hosing down something. And that means he killed someone. He committed a murder. And if he knows that we saw him, that's not good. So <laughs> I did the opposite and we made straight eye contact. And then the guy turned around and went back inside. I like, was like, oh, God. Just for reference. It's like we're going to go missing because now we've witnessed the cleaning up of a crime. For reference, we have an HOA, which they take care of everything on the outside of our house, including our yard. So I don't know why this guy he, was out there yeah, watering the grass at 1 a.m. At 1 a.m. I don't know. I hope Something he doesn't listen to this podcast. He's like, I'm going to. I'm going to come over there. I don't know. Anyways, so that was creepy. All right. What, is that your low then too? What's your low? No. My high was uh, PRing on the Pelly. My low is the pollen. And I probably said this last year, but it's so annoying. It's like everything is green and disgusting. And my allergies, like you're if it, you're annoying. You don't stop sneezing. You sneeze like at least 100 times today. Your your allergies aren't that bad this year though that no. I've noticed. But I guess it's not because you're, you're only around Kobe right now, one dog. Yeah. The minute there's another animal in presence, Alex is like borderline having a asthma attack. Won't stop me from cuddling the shit out of them. I know, I know, you're crazy. Is it, my, is it my turn yet? Go. Jeez. <laughs> my high, I was gonna say, my high is just being home. I know like... We've been gone for 20 whatever days. I'm just glad to be home in our own house. But my load of that is since we were gone for so long, we're just playing catch up with all the work we have to do. And it's like, <laughs> like, you know, constantly. That's, you know, you got to give and take. It's like you take know. some time off and I just want to do nothing. I know. I know you do, but that's not how the world fucking works. I just want to sit on my ass and do nothing. <laughs> um, but like going off of that, like I, I do have this conversation with Alex all the time. You know, once we free up some space, like we just finished like edit, f editing all the weddings from last year, and we're like freeing up some space. Alex like, know what we should do? <laughs> Fill with more shit to do. Start a business. I just I, like, I feel like I thrive in chaos and I just don't, I don't know. I need to allow myself to have free time and just enjoy like peaceful moments like reading a book or watching a TV show. But I just love being busy. And I actually don't love it. 
I don't dragging know why, me into that realm. I don't know with why you. I do it to myself, but <laughs> I need to talk to my therapist about it. Oh my god, <laughs> seriously, I'm like, you're killing me. I need to set. I need to learn how to set boundaries. I need to learn how to set boundaries with you. you I'm like, hey, you've been good about communicating that though. You're like, hey, I wanna. I want some nothing. free time. <laughs> I know. But it's a balance, though. You can't just like, you can't just sit Where, on your I, ass, John. Uh, where's the balance? <laughs> I like how you can't sit on your ass, John. I'm like, when have we ever sat on our well, ass Well, we ever? did just take time off on We still vacation. worked. We still worked on vacation. Not. Kind of. Yeah, not crazy. Well, no, we did because we created TikToks every day. We had to do a couple brand ads for TikTok. What we didn't do is this podcast for yeah, a month and true. a half. Yeah. So speaking of things before our podcast, uh, we pre-recorded with our guests before we went on our vacation and we had never met them before. But then we met them while we were in LA and we collabed with them. It was awesome. It was so nice meeting them. They were like the most gracious hosts. They set out like all these hors d'oeuvres and drinks for us. We learned a little from them though. Like I felt like I was on like a production studio. Yeah. We rolled in there. They had scripts for what we were going to say. Like, well, that was printed off. I'm like, we're going to take this idea and use it for our own. We've collabed with people in the past, but we've never collabed in person. Like we've done virtual collaborations with other creators, but this was the first time in person. And 10 out of 10 recommend it. Like yeah, it, was it was so, so fun because I feel like your energy, you just like feed off one another, but it was also just like nice to see how other people work. And also these two are trained actors. So yeah, I was like, they're professionals. I'm sure they didn't feel like, Oh my God. I was so <laughs> nervous. I was sweating so much. I like had packed my deodorant and well, that's another one of my lows is like, I can't, I need to you figure out my perspire, <laughs> perspirate a lot. I need to figure out my sweat situation. It's my whole body though. Just don't wear anyway, dark. Don't, wear dark clothes or light clothes don't wear gray don't wear gray yeah and of course i love that color yeah. but anyway so they were fabulous it was so great meeting them in person after recording with them on our podcast uh, but i'll give you a little intro to who they are if you don't already know because you've been following along on our socials you might have seen them on reels or tiktok they're known for spoofing some of the most popular shows that we all love to binge like succession inventing anna tinder swindler and most recently, Bridgerton. I loved that one that they did. You know, I, I want to bash Bridgerton, but it's actually not a... Well, it's a bad show, but it's... It's cheesy. It's it's more cheesy this season. Right. And Anything not, like Virgin River, I'm going to watch There's it. not enough sex in it this I think season. it should have been a Hallmark show, for sure. So if you guys don't already know who we're talking about, it is Taylor, Taylor and James. James. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Yes, yeah, baby. so happy to be here. Thanks, guys. So we're going to jump in. How did you guys meet? How did we meet? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Take, take it away. <laughs> Dive right in. right in. Dive in right in. I love it. Um, We met in college. So we met in a, well, I first saw him in the classroom because he transferred in. So I was a junior or senior? Yeah, you were a junior. This was at Chapman University in Orange County. Yeah, in in so we were in a leadership class, and I turned around and I was like, "Oh my god, who is that?" Like the room <laughs> kind of like stopped, and I was like, "I'm gonna marry that man." And I like, <laughs> no, literally, like I called my best friend. I was like, "Peggy, I think I'm in love." Being super <laughs> um, and then I went to talk to him after class, and he just darted out, and I was like, "Okay, great, never gonna see him again." Like amazing. And then that night I showed up for play practice for like a Shakespeare play. So actory to say, but like, 
um, that a professor asked me to be in and I was like doing my spinal roll down and I look over and I like see these really spinal cool roll down. What is that? <laughs> what is that? All these terms for Tanya. <laughs> so it's spinal roll down. I'm glad you asked, uh, is a relaxation technique. Well, John, it's what you do before, right? Is it like unique New York, unique New York? Yeah, Blue like cow, brown cow, like blue cow, brown rolling. cow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's yeah. just for your body. Just so. yeah. to get loose. Spine. Yep, yep exactly. greasing it all up. Got exactly. it. Nice. Oh. <laughs> I right, sorry. Continue. Yeah, I haven't done it since, but go ahead. <laughs> so then I look over and I see these really cool boots, and I was like, "Are those the boots?" And then I <laughs> rolled up, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's him!" <laughs> Stop. Yeah. So that was. Then I approached him. Um, he did have a girlfriend, so <sighs> then there was a roadblock. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had to throw that out there. You yeah. Know? Had to throw it out there. She, respectively, she was seeing someone else too. So. Oh. oh okay. Like, oh. Wasn't it, wasn't it was it open serious? to change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's how we met, and it was actually our theater professor who is in succession talk was like he was the one who was like you guys need to get together the matchmaker yeah what no wow i was gonna ask okay we'll like dive into your tiktoks but i was gonna ask who that was like that was someone's dad i was like is this a dad is this who is this (laughs) this dad is a phenomenal actor yeah but wait what made you want to go to school for acting anyways what what made you want to do that yeah i took a course i took a course in my junior college i never wanted to act uh before I was just an entertainer, just like, you know, music and just making friends laugh. I took a intro acting course and the guy said I was pretty good and, you know, (laughs) suggested I can maybe do it for a living, which is crazy. And uh, yeah, that was back in 2012. And then I transferred into Chapman University at the, their screen acting program. And that's where we met. Um, So yeah, that's, that's kind of how I got into it. Crazy. Let me give you a little boost of confidence. You're like, hell yeah, I'm going to take that and run. Exactly. I was like, I literally have nothing planned in my life. Yeah. yeah. It was the right call though. It was the right call. So like Um, what? Yeah. And then I was going to say, what was your experience? I just always grew up wanting to be an actor. Just, oh, it like can't remember out of the womb, just ready to, ready to shine. (laughs) New York acting school growing up. Yeah. Oh, okay. So did you, you grew up in Connecticut. You went to the West coast. You guys met. How and then when did uh when did the sparks fly and you were like you know what we're gonna leave our significant others behind and and shoot for the stars with one another? Yeah, um, we were we became close friends closely after that. Yeah, the uh, the, the spinal roll up uh, incident. Gets them every time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we became best friends, and you know, like a year down the line, we were just hanging out every day. You know, like. And it it's just like a natural progression. Yeah, naturally, yeah. Just, naturally, just progressed into that. And you know, we've been together ever since. That was like five years ago. You know, maybe a little bit. So, more. do you did you guys know that you wanted to work together ever? Like, was that part of the plan, or were you like simultaneously doing your acting parallel? Like, what were your kind of like career goals? I guess I would say, like moving forward. Well, I mean, I feel like Jay. I don't. <laughs> James always got like the leading good looking man in the plays (laughs) and like I would get like the like Tom Snout you know like that in the Shakespeare play he was like what was it Oberon yeah and I was like Tom Snout like like, Taylor's the tree in the back yeah literally literally. (laughs) so I mean I was never yeah I never really thought we'd work together in that capacity yeah 
But I mean, we always have like supported each other's dreams and visions, even behind the scenes. So we've, we're always just passionate about what each other's doing. I feel like it's, it's amazing being friends for so long and then dating, we were always championing for each other. Like I saw, I saw her potential far more than what she saw at certain times, you know, and like same vice versa. Like she saw my potential at certain times when I was feeling low or like questioning whether or not like you know, is acting something that I want to do or, uh, and, and we always were able to lift each other up and help each other reach that potential. And it wasn't until recent when we started doing these TikToks together that it was like, okay, now we're combining this potential that we've seen in each other. And now we're like, it, it, I don't know, it just feels so elevated. It's a force. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You guys know very well. And it's, uh, yeah, did you it's been guys really special? Did you guys know you were going to like work together in this capacity? I mean, I I too went to school for acting, <laughs> and um... it's so funny because John's mom, she's like, John, Alex is fine, but like you should really take some. My acting mom classes. has told me to take acting classes three times. I'm like, mom, they they can't fix this. Yeah. Can't <laughs> fix this. Yeah, I'm monotone. I shouldn't even have a podcast. You can't tell if I'm happy or sad. It's the same. <laughs> but when we started dating though like we didn't think that we were going to work together and then i started a cinematography company trained him then he came on tiktok was an accident that wasn't like planned for us to to yeah that wasn't by choice let's say that well i knew like once i saw the app and i was like it's i i just felt like a connection to it i was like this is gonna be our thing like i i could see the capabilities of it and like how we interact and like i just knew that like we would be able to do something on it because we're editors cinematographers but what was that experience like for you like when did you guys jump on the app that was all her. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I just love social media. You know, like obviously it's a, a shitty place a lot of the time. But like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you're like, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I've just had a lot of passion about it. I've always kind of been trying to crack the social media code, trying out different things. Um, and obviously, comedy's just always been something that I love. And it was in the pandemic, I think, when I hopped on. And I was making videos with my mom because I was at home and videos with my niece. (laughs) And then it wasn't until I got back to LA where I started the women in film versus reality kind of Mm -hmm. series, which he was helping with behind the scenes. And I feel like that's when I started to take it like really seriously. It's like once once you get a video that like goes viral. Like motivates you. Yeah, it motivates you to like keep figuring out like what, just like what you said, like crack the code of like what works, like what genre of videos like do I fit into like what what's the kind of like what is the algorithm because it's so confusing it's literally like a black hole comedy is such a good realm to be (laughs) into right like especially during the pandemic like everyone wanted some joy and happiness and I just feel like that really exploded over that time period and there's so much you can do with it too but you guys are now in the niche niche I I don't know how people pronounce it so yeah of now doing like I, I, I wish that there was like a word of it because it's not like you guys are reenacting scenes. It's like, you're creating new scenes with these characters from super popular shows, these really in-depth characters and making them into your own. Like, where did that come from? Yeah. I mean, definitely it all started with the, with doing the succession like videos. Right. And I'll just say the first video was such a throwaway idea. Like she thought of it while she was on the treadmill at the gym and best came. ideas are when like you're working out or in the shower <laughs> always always yeah, the, best, the best ones are the easiest ones too and she like come, she comes home 
Um, and it was like the night of the premiere and she was like, Hey, let's do a succession, uh, parody. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, what's the idea? He was like more concerned about the chicken cutlets I was making. He's like, okay, but like, <laughs> is dinner going to be ready by the time we like, Priorities. Yeah, I need yeah, to yeah, eat yeah. first, feel my body before I do this <laughs> yeah. scene. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I'm trying to watch the Roy's here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> slowly, we, we did that video, it popped off. And then we were like, all right, let's keep doing these. And then it was like uh, succession in real life. So we were pretending to be the characters, but putting them in real life scenarios. And then it slowly transformed to us just like, I don't know, I guess you can call it cosplay where well, we're- I'd call it spoofing. Yeah, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then it like enters this world of, okay, now we're pretending like we're in the world of these characters. And then that just carried through and, you know, then it just turns endless. The ideas were endless after that. So when did you, you were doing these succession like parodies or spoofs and then didn't you guys get picked up on the show? Like, didn't you do something with HBO with Veep or, or something like that? No, so I was um, I was in Veep in, a epi- in an episode of Veep with Matt Walsh um, with him. So that was like a separate, that was like a couple of years ago. Gotcha. Um, but HBO reached out and they had seen the t- like HBO had seen it and we're like, we want to send you a gift. And they sent us like Waystar Royco. Stop. What? Stop. That's awesome. That is insane. <laughs> it was dope. That and was that's like, you're like, this is perfect for the next TikTok. Yeah. And that's yeah, like the craziest part about TikTok is like the reach that you can have and like the people and the brands that you could connect with just from putting yourself out there. And that's what it is. Like you can't be embarrassed to put your content because you can, you can like look at some of your work and be like, is this only funny to us? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you don't even know until you, I think the craziest part is you don't know what's going to hit sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, oh, we put so much work in. This yeah. great. This editing's great. And it's like, all right, it didn't go off. And then you yeah. do a throwaway idea, like this last Euphoria one. We're like, it's whatever. And then it's like our biggest video. We're like, what? yes, yeah, right. exactly, exactly. It's always the ones like you don't expect. But yeah. we like recognize from a editor side point or like an editor side that the amount of work that you guys put in, like the quality is there. And then not just that, like the changing of the outfits, the transitions. It's a lot Do you of guys, work. like how much planning really goes into it before? So, I mean, the stick, once we brought in our professor and that's- Oh yeah. How did you ask your professor too? <laughs> so we got to like episode three or four of Succession Talk and we're like, okay, it's funny, but it's getting old. We need to up the ante, you know? And like, who to do that better than Logan Roy? And who to play a better Logan Roy than Michael Nearing or theater? <laughs> yeah. And so we've stayed very close with him. He's like a very dear friend. So I call him up and I'm like, hey, you got a little weird ask. Um, you know, TikTok. He's like, uh-huh. I'm like, <laughs> you want to play Logan Roy in our TikToks? And he's like, yep. No. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. So like, haven't seen all of the episodes, but I'm going to start binging. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. I love the dedication. Yeah. So then a lot of planning when when someone else came into the mix, it was like, okay, now we really have to like have it down to a T. We had like a nice crafty. We had a charcuterie board and wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You did it right. <laughs> did it big. You guys really did your research with those characters well, too. You so guys play them too. so well, like to a T. It's I, I love we love all the videos. Yeah. Like how like are you sitting there and studying and taking notes? Because I feel like you both embody like without having seen um Yellowstone it was before Yellowstone I'd seen like one episode you did something with like Beth 
And yeah. before there was any context to show that it was Beth, I was like, this is Yellowstone. Like <laughs> I knew immediately because you're so good at embodying the characters. What, how do you guys do that? Is it just from your training? Like what? <laughs> I would say that that is James's like wild expertise. <laughs> I never impersonator. I would never, he just like, he can watch someone in a second and just get them down. It's insane. It's, so I, I rely on him a lot for that. I don't know what it is, to be honest with you. It's like, crazy. It's that acting just, class you took in junior college. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Final roll downs. In- <laughs> yeah. Or roll ups. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so he, he picks up characters right away. And I feel like now I watch things really with a close eye being like, okay. Yeah, you're we, crushing it. Like, how could we spoof this? How, you know, stuff like that. But at first it was just like, we just watched so much succession that. Yeah, that one just came easy because yeah. those characters are so Specific. very distinct from yeah. each other. Right. Now, like in between takes, we're taking it a little bit more serious because we feel like we have like this responsibility to nail it. So right. like, just working on the voices and stuff like that. Um, but yeah. When you guys start the Yellowstone uh, spoofs, when we come to LA to visit, I want to be one of the characters. <laughs> Listen, I'm really good at inviting myself you're to do things. To jo- you're going to have to put John through an entire workshop before right. he can... I'll just be the son. I'll be... The, give me like two words. I already We're going to plug, we'll plug you in. We'll put a cowboy hat on. You're good. Oh, yeah. Perfect. I'm one of the ranchers. Yeah, my I lasso. Got you got the stash. Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So how has this like transformed? Because TikTok is, I feel a different type of acting. And like, at least for us, because I feel like we're not trained. We just like, we shoot the shit and just go. Like, I feel like there's a difference on the app of like trained actors versus like TikTok acting. Is there like a blend now? Like, how do you guys, do you keep them separate or do you now just focus on TikTok? It's a very good question. That is a good question. question. I would say that we got really lucky in the sense that we have infiltrated the passion that we have for acting and for filmmaking into the TikToks we're making. So it feels all very synergistic because with Succession Talk, like a lot of, you know, producers and casting directors all started following along and like a lot of people in the industry have been buzzing about the stuff we've been doing. So it almost like, I feel very fortunate that it's really crossing together in this like great way. Where do you guys like see yourselves going now? Like, are you on the lookout for new shows? Like what's next on the agenda? It's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can relate to this. It Sometimes you kind of feel in that like middle ground of like, oh my God, what is next? You know, like it, it just feels like it constantly lives here. Um, so I just draw a lot of things from like pop culture, what's happening in the world, new TV shows, like, um, and I just keep a list of notes and and we just are talking about it constantly. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be funny this, you know? So do you think you're gonna, like, you're going to branch out from just doing those spoofs? Like, I know James, you do music and like, do you do anything with that on TikTok? Are you yeah, both so- musically talented? Fuck no. <laughs> I have zero, zero talent of music. We can play the recorder. Yeah, not even probably, honestly. The triangle. <laughs> yeah, there's a good comedic sketch in that too. Uh, yeah, I actually just started putting out like music on TikTok. And it's just something that I've never like thrown myself into. Um, but we'll see where that goes. Uh, but he plays like the Whiskey A Go-Go. He plays around Los Angeles. He's... he's- I. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've definitely been doing it the old school way of just yeah. like gigging around, you know, playing with my band, but I think there's especially seeing, you know, this type of success, um, and out outreach with TikTok. It's like, there's a great opportunity there, um, in terms of just reaching people. And I think to answer your question, it's like, that is, that is like the short-term, mid-term and long-term goal is what can we do to continue like to grow. growing this yeah. awesome fan base, right? Like what can we do to continue to reach people? Make them laugh. Because honestly, it's like, yeah, the likes are cool and all that, but seeing the interaction and the comments so cool. and the community, like that's something that I never like thought was going to be so quickly attainable. And, and here we are like inside jokes with, with people that watch our content, you know, and like, just being able to talk with you guys about yeah, like that is to me the most important thing moving forward. And then whatever happens, happens, you know, we'll fall in line and the chips will fall where they need to. Don't you always feel like, like how long is this train going to go? You know, yes. I'm like, are we going to get canceled soon? Or like, <laughs> do people still like our shit? Or that? like, well, are you, are you worried with like, are see, we going to get, there's I, such I a gray like, line. I feel like no, because again, like we're, our stuff is scripted where it's not very, it's, it's relationship comedy. So we're not saying anything that's political. We're not saying anything that's inappropriate to the public. I feel that would like be offensive to someone. And right. the fact that there's two of us, we have like another filter on top of it to be like, mm, maybe this crosses a line that it shouldn't, you know, and same thing with you guys where you're, you know, it's all scripted. You're taking from other characters. Like you're not that you're not writing, like, cause you are writing your own thing, but like, it's, you're taking from inspiration from other things. It's so, not live. Like yeah. when you're live, that's when you get in trouble. <laughs> no, John, you're fine live too, but I'm more so thinking like, what's the next thing? Like you're trying to stay relevant. You're trying to like get that exposure. And it's like, you know, how long is TikTok going to be around? When's what's right. the next thing? So just keeping yourself out there, I guess, you know, but it does kind of like feel surreal. That there's like this platform out there that could reach like so many different parties. You guys like uh, transitioned into doing the podcast as well. Like, I think that is it's so huge. cool. You know, like, how's that been for you guys? How long have you guys been doing the podcast for? <laughs> a year. Yeah. Like a full well, year. And I think the same thing. Cause like, again, like we talk to a lot of creators, but it's rare that people do. Cause everyone, everyone does different things. So like yeah. to have like someone else who like, you know, your personalities are out there in a way, but like, it's, it's scripted. Like everything that is that we put out is like pre-planned or a voiceover. So the podcast was a good outlet for us to like show people our actual personalities, you know, cause we were just never the lifestyle influencers where we were like going to do couple pranks or anything like that. Like it just wasn't our vibe and it works for some people. It just didn't feel comfortable to us or native to us. Whenever um, we do something, whenever we're filming and like Alex will tell me to say like my line, I'm like, I would never fucking say it like that. And she's like, you know what? And that's why it looks like shit. So say it the yeah. way you're going to actually say it. Yeah. Like, so yeah. you know, like your, your like niche, right? Like, you know what you're good at and you're comfortable at. The other thing with the podcast is like, it's kind of just like, what else can you do? Right. Mm -hmm. So you have your TikTok. Also, we didn't know if TikTok was going to get like banned or whatever. So like, yeah, that was right. a thing. Yeah. yeah. So we need to push onto another platform just in case. And then it kind of just took off from there. And we always say it's just a good way to like it's, therapy it's for nice us therapy. too. Yeah. <laughs> like we're not on our phones. We're talking to each other. We're fighting, whatever, you know. So, yeah. So, I mean, you guys just from your TikToks, I could tell like you have editing experience. Like, would you do a YouTube channel or you're like, kind of kind of just eye movie it and just yeah she she's a pro she really crushed it you know i don't um, i really i um 
I don't know. So YouTube channel, I think we're open to everything. I think like big, like I have an agent and I'm still like auditioning and, and the goal is still like, you know, to get booked in TV shows and yeah. stuff like that. And we write um, also like we're writing a short and a feature and um, a TV show. So we have like a lot of like, I think long-term big goals. Yeah. We haven't really thought of like transitioning to the YouTube. And that's, I think like what you have to narrow down as like a creative person is you can't, you know, spread your net that wide because you can't catch everything. Like you have to really stay focused on a few little things. And then like, that's, what's going to drive the train forward. Um, but it's hard because like when you are so talented at so many things, you're like, we could do this and do that and do all then you, burn, you burn yourself out. Do you guys get burned out? Like what's your routine for like TikTok And like, have you found, I mean, you've been doing this for a while. Like I give us your secret. What's your like? We routine? have none. No, because we. <laughs> well, the big thing is, so we film weddings, and yeah. like because of the pandemic, we had thirty-three weddings this year, and it's just the two of us. So we were at. We're still editing. We're just that. grinding away right yeah. now. So like our day to day is like ninety percent working on like our small business, um, just like editing literally at our desk, just like weddings. And then, you know, some like small business stuff like real estate, but then maybe like 5% of our time is spent on TikTok, which wow. we always think we're like, wow, if we could actually invest like the time and the energy into this, like where could it go? But then I think um, we'd be just really lazy. If we didn't have yeah. weddings, we'd probably just dick off all day and then maybe do a TikTok. Yeah. And that's the thing too. Like we're, we always say like, we're the most productive when we're like Stressed. the most chaotic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, we have a million things to do. That's incredible that you guys are doing all of that. And I couldn't imagine, I could not imagine editing a fucking wedding. I could like watching hours of footage and like, woo. Yeah, I would say like editing, like, or doing weddings. It's definitely good training for like any type. Like, I feel like the reason why our timing is good with like our TikTok edits is because we like time weddings, you know? And again, like I say good, I'm like TikTok. It's such a different field of editing than like an actual film. So like, how do you guys like professionally too, did you ever question jumping on TikTok because you were like, this isn't- Like, did you think it was going to hurt your career? Yeah. Like, did you ever think it would impact your career? Well, funny enough, the industry actually looks for TikTok people. No, really? I've seen a few guys on. Yeah. Yeah, it's, It's more now the industry has shifted to- how like do they have a following they want to know do you already have an established audience that you could put butts in the seats which is why mm. you know addison ray and charlie d'amelio are getting brand deals which is amazing um but people do you know jack martin on tiktok uh no but i'm gonna look him up <laughs> super funny yeah he's a good follow. really really great really funny and he started very inspiring he started making tiktoks and now he's been like the lead on a network tv show and it's, he's he's open about it too he's like yeah he's super self-aware yeah do you think you guys i'm assuming like being in la right there as like tiktokers like that's probably way more beneficial to be there than anywhere else as far as you know for the tv show Josh asking for his own research because yeah, yeah. alex and i are in this constant battle of like are we moving are we not moving yeah are you guys moving are you not are you coming out like we just don't care where we we've move. moved so much like in our really? lifetime already we're like we can go anywhere yeah so like we're just very open to whatever especially like we don't have kids and like i'm open to i'm like why not now why not yeah i would I say think, yeah if you it like la is like i would move 
before you have a family. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I think like it's everything we want to do is right here. It was like growing up, it was either New York or Cal or LA. And I was such a homebody. I was never going to leave if I didn't leave for college. So then LA was the natural progression. And I feel like just yeah, there's a lot of creativity in LA and there's, I mean, we haven't even really gotten into the TikTok life yet, you know, but there's events and, um, we went to a dinner the other night and yeah. it, was it was like a 12 course meal with a Matilda cake. And I was like, what is happening? What's a Matilda cake? Wait, did you guys also know that Davina from Selling Sunset was there? I don't know what James was just doing. No he was just idea. making like a, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the size of the cake was the size of our heads. I, oh, do yeah. you guys watch that show? I'm sure you probably, oh, you do, wait, you do or you don't. Yeah. I was, uh, my, one of my last jobs I was working at, they filmed an episode there and I delivered them co coffee for the scene. And I think I was cut out. It's so LA. <laughs> like, it's so Stop. LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. But I'm looking at your stories and I was like, Davina from Selling Sunset is there. And you guys had no idea. No clue. The we table was so long. Too busy yeah. stuffing our face with like amazing yeah. Parisian food. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh but I God. think that's the crazy thing too. It's like, there's such opportunity and it like, you're like, you guys are, I feel like are still fairly new, like in the TikTok game, like when it comes to the content that you're putting out and we, um, we like appreciate all the work that goes into it. Like when we see some creators, videos that like don't take off it boils my blood because i'm like this is quality and they <laughs> like, put so much time yes. and effort into yeah. it. it's crazy That's the thing you know it's like it's what we were just talking about is as long as we can look at it and be like this is good work you know yes. that's what we the, yeah you know the likes are the likes um you know if it, if it pops off it's not necessarily it doesn't necessarily mean we put more time into it or mm -hmm. we think this is the best of our material it's just so random so as long as you know as long as you're happy with what you've created and you're proud of it I think that that's like the the baseline because we're the same where we're like is this something that like we're proud of and happy to put out here we pressed upload like we have to just commit to this like regardless of you know how it performs because I feel like the vanity of that can really get to your head when you have a lot of viral videos but that's not realistic you know and like also the algorithm is so odd that like two weeks later it might go viral like you don't know it's also it's nice that we do write scripts and we do do plan it so we like have time to think it over we you know there's a lot of times where we're like is this even fucking funny you know <laughs> your ability to write scripts alone is so valuable i mean that's crazy oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, I think it's harder for people who just do personality stuff online because then too, if there's negative comments, it's like, oh, they're coming for me as a person, you know? Yeah. What I mean? like, yeah. Oh my God. That is such a good point. I never even thought of that. Cause like we really don't deal with haters. And when we do get negative comments, I don't give a shit, you know, because it's either on our appearance or like on, you know, something dumb about the skit. Like it never really gets to me, but it might be because of what you just said, where it's like, it's not me expressing my emotions on something. It's like a scripted piece. Totally. So do you guys ever get haters? And like, if so, how do you deal? Yeah. <laughs> we've been pretty, like, we've been pretty lucky. We've gotten a lot of just amazing, funny people in this community, in this tiny, tiny, can I even call it a community? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 
it is. And it's not tiny. What are, you have like 80,000 people. That's yeah. awesome. But we definitely get haters. A hundred percent. Like hate every and, once in a while, you know, and of course that there. one comment, I'm like, James, look what they fucking said. Like, and I can't, <laughs> like I cannot let it go all day. And, and then I try to converse with people being like, no, that's a totally valid opinion. You know, yeah, I'll do it. Like, she takes the nice route. I'm like, just fucking leave them. I leave them. don't say a fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. We, we had to learn that too, though, in the beginning, because if you reply, you're just giving them what they want and you're not yeah. going to change this person's mind who doesn't actually know you. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing that I think is really interesting. I don't, if people don't think it's funny. You know, okay. So someone, a comedian said this on a podcast that I thought was really interesting. And she was like, it might've been Whitney Cummings. And she was like, what is with everyone saying that you can't have an opinion online about whether something's funny or not. If you're in a stand-up room and you're doing stand-up and people don't laugh, you're getting that immediate, like, this isn't funny right now. So why can't people say like, if they don't find something funny or you miss the mark. And so I kind of do. I'm like, okay, so if people think we miss the mark or don't think it's funny, like they also have a right to think that in a way. They also can just move on and not like the post. Like they don't have to comment. You know what I mean? Like I love that people feel the need. They're like, I have to get this out. You're terrible. Okay, because like if you're in a stand-up room, you're not saying you suck. Like you would get kicked out. You're just being quiet. So that's my, my thing is like, what type of person is going through and leaving a negative comment? Like you're putting your energy, your negative energy. I don't like a video or if, if I see a creator and I'm like, hmm, did this like really tickle me? And like, is yeah. this funny? And it yeah. doesn't, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, I just move just- on with my day. The most direct thing was recently when we did the Valentine's day succession, I got a DM on Twitter that just said, stop playing shiv. And I was like, is this what? like a else? Yeah, or like, what, like what the, what the, what the fuck's going to happen? He was actually the actor. Gonna play Shiv. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fine. Yeah. We'll switch it up. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. Like what? And I feel like her character, well, actually I was going to say, I feel like her character for the, for you is the best, but they're all great. Like I, I wouldn't be able to choose. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, you guys are killing it. And I just love seeing all the new ideas that you come out with and like how you're taking now euphoria. Like this is my new favorite series. Like I just feel like you guys take all these popular shows and turn them into. I can't fucking take that show serious. First off (laughs) euphoria. I'm like, Alex, what are you watching? They're playing high school kids. They're like 29, 30. Oh, hey, be careful with that. I'm still trying to get cast in Hollywood. Okay. I'm I'm happy with the old people. (laughs) That's fine. But like how they talk, they're so, they sound so sophisticated. I'm like, I was talking to like Pokemon cards and shit, like in high school. I don't know half the words they're saying. You were not. And they're like, now let's do meth or whatever. Yeah. I know. I also did not look like any of them in high school. I'm like, can we get some yeah. like, uh, like, like, yeah, no, not at all. Where's the guy with Jinko jeans and, and the chain right. for his wallet? Nobody has yeah. braces. We're just over that era, you know. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, Everyone has yeah. a Invisalign now. Yeah. Everyone's professional makeup artist. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Showing up to high school, ready to model. Well, guys, seriously show. though, thank you, thank you so much. You guys just keep grinding. You're crushing it. We love your videos. Thanks for like setting the, uh, you know, the roadmap. Like, yeah. When whenever we're just kind of in the in the trenches, you know, we look to creators like you and be like, you know, they 
they kept going they kept going no you know what. so you guys are definitely inspirational to us so thank, thank you oh, thank you guys. yeah and that's the thing it's like it's all about consistency and even when like a video flops and if 10 videos flop because sometimes that happens in a row and you're yeah. like wow i am a piece of shit and i shouldn't be doing this anymore <laughs> you just have to like keep going and we always remind ourselves like it's peaks and valleys it's not going to always be an upward growth so yeah. Yeah. but um tell people where they can find you Okay, where you guys can find us at a bar. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, same to you there. At a bar, crying in a martini. Um, <laughs> you can find us at Taylor Grayson, and that's T A Y L O R G R A Y S E N. My mom picked like the hardest way to spell Grayson. Yeah, you know, I was I spelled it with an O when I was initially writing to you. I was like, wait, I don't think this is correct. Yeah, no, my mom still doesn't know how to spell my middle name. She's like. Why are you spell like I'm like I don't know it's making my <laughs> life hard though um so you could find our videos on TikTok and Instagram on that and then also yeah you can find me at at young man Neil n-e-a-l and that's also my stage name for music as well love it nice well thanks guys we can't wait to hang with you in LA can't oh, wait okay bye bye guys oh, thank you so much <laughs> Well, it was so good talking to them. I'm so glad that we got to meet them. And since then, they've had so many videos pop off, go viral. Their following is just taking off. And I'm so happy for them. I definitely want to collaborate can't, more in the future. Yeah, for can't sure. wait to uh, try to be their neighbors in LA. Definitely. James <laughs> could teach me some of his acting skills. <laughs> yeah, I need We them. could learn a lot. <laughs> Anyways, all right, let's dive into Would You Rather. Do you have a question for me? I do. Would you rather be able to see 10 minutes into your own future or 10 minutes into the future of anyone but yourself? Like unlimited? Just 10 minutes, but you could pick. No, but like if I could see other people's, can I, like I can only choose one person? Yes. Probably myself. I'm trying to think the benefit of like someone else, you know? I would pick someone else. Probably myself because then I would like watch the lotto. Well, you don't know what you're gonna do in the future. When do you ever watch the lotto? You're just you're just looking into the future for but ten only, minutes. I guess you could pick the time. Only like oh, I thought you meant ten minutes from now. Like no, like oh, cool. I'll be sitting on a couch in ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like all right, well, I would pick someone else if I got the pick, because the person <clears throat> I would pick would be like Warren Buffett and be like, all right, what is he trading today? <sighs> just give me the ten minutes. I'd be like, oh, he's gonna put. 30 million into this stock i guess i just i don't know probably myself because i would i would still care more about myself than other people i don't really give a but shit. how is that gonna okay benefit me i don't know i don't care <laughs> <laughs> all right then okay sweet would you rather stay the same age that you are now till you die so you still like might die but you make the same amount of money like you're not gonna reach a new financial goal or age how you would age and then reach a reach the so sky's basically the limit. every year i'm still the same age yeah until i die so when i die it's gonna be very like it's gonna seem abrupt to everyone else because i'm still semi-young where people are just gonna be like wow john is 80 and he looks like a 35 year old snack oh so i'm gonna look the same but i'm still gonna age yeah like your insides are rotting <laughs> I mean, but you're going to be healthy till the day that you die. So I'm at the same mobility, everything, strength, yeah. everything. Yeah. I am aging technically. Yeah, like you still have a clock. Or I'm older and I could be making more money. Yeah. Mm, probably my age here. 
Really? Yeah, I feel like, like I want to look. I mean, honestly, we're doing okay. I don't really need that much. And to be able to like still get an erection, hell yeah. <laughs> That's true. You have worked with the geriatrics, so you know what happens to your body when you age. I do. You got to find that pee pee inside of you. There's no way it goes in a like lot a of button. them. No, they don't. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you pee then? You, just... you fish it out. Every time? I'm not saying all of them, but boy, there is a lot of them. You got to find it and pull that bad boy. I just like the visual of that. It hides away like a turtle. Think of a turtle. As long as you're with me, a turtle going I'm into its on, shell. I'm holding on to that thing. He ain't going <laughs> nowhere. I'm gonna literally hold on to it like a turtle, handle. Turtle. No, you're not going back inside to your safe space. <laughs> okay. What was that? What were we doing? Would you rather? Would you rather? Yeah, I just I just came up with that. That one was too. yours. Was a good one though. Okay. Cool. Okay. Well, we would love if you guys send them in. So please write in for your would you rather's. But now we're to our segment. Give it to me straight. Where we answer all your burning questions. <laughs> so if you guys have any questions you want to write in, you could email us at hello at give it to me straight podcast .com. I'll also add it on our Instagram when we post this. So you could write in some shorter questions there. But for long form ones, send an email. All right. Question number one. My girlfriends want to plan a 10-day girls trip to Hawaii. I know Hawaii would be fun, but they're not the best planners. They want to do 10 days with a bunch of excursions, so I'm hesitant because that's a lot of PTO and money I don't want to spend. I only get two weeks of vacation per year, and my job makes me live in other cities temporarily. So I use my PTO to go home and see my husband and for holidays. When I floated this idea past my husband, he was put off because the girls decided to leave the guys back home while they go on this cool vacation. His argument is that I don't have a lot of time to take off work in general and that if we were going to spend a lot of vacation time and money, we should both at least be able to enjoy it. He wants the husband slash boyfriends to be able to go too, making it a friend's vacation. My friends were like, fuck no. I feel like this puts me in a weird situation that will ultimately end with me not going. As much as I want to go to Hawaii, I'd rather go as a group so I could spend time with my husband since I don't get to see him that often. Coming from people who both vacationed with friends and recently went to Hawaii, I'd appreciate any advice. Girl. Um, that is... I want to I want to be like, oh, that's a tough situation. But like, I feel like, you know, in your gut what feels right. Like, obviously, you want to go and enjoy time with your friends. But we just did a podcast about prioritizing your relationships. And time is so valuable. If you don't have that time to spend with your husband, how like, you know, your friends might, I would I would spend your time with your husband. Like if your friends are not OK with him coming along that's not your problem. That's their problem. I don't think you need to go on 10 days. I think maybe if you guys could do something, I think ch change it up a little. If they want to go 10 days, that's fine with them. Either you go for a couple days or maybe do a smaller trip with the girls because that's a lot of money. Or, or compromise because, yeah, Hawaii is not um, cheap to go to. Like between meals, excursions, like it is a lot of money. And again, I do think that if you are going to be spending money on that. Your husband should be able to experience that with you, especially because you guys don't get to spend a lot of time together. If you were in a normal situation where you guys spent all of your time together, like for sure. Uh, I don't know. It, no, you're married. 10 days is a long so fucking anyway, time. Solution here is see if anyone's willing for a compromise. Like, Hey, can my husband come for half of it? Like, I just, I feel like that's a lot of time to spend and invest into just a girl's uh, trip. I don't think you 
telling the girls like if majority rules where they want the guys to not come like i wouldn't even try to like well my husband like because i'd be like just don't come don't come like i don't think you're in a position where you can be like saying what you want to do when you're not the majority is wants to do something else well and that's true too like if the majority of the girls don't want any guys to come you're not going to be the exception to that rule and you should just pull yourself out or you go to half of it and then you meet your husband like he doesn't have to come i don't even know if that's even worth it why not i mean because it's where is she living where's hawaii the amount of travel know. like that's a lot of logisticals for a short amount no, of time. No, it's not. I'm saying even if her and her husband both make the trip to Hawaii and she decides to like part from her husband oh. for a day or two days and be like, all right, bye, babe. Okay. Like, yep. That's that's cool. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, again, it's really tough when you're older and you're having to choose between time and finances and your husband and your friends. But, you know, as much as you love your friends, I think spending time with your significant other has to take priority when it's like so limited already. I also think 10 days away from each other is a long time, but everyone's different. I mean, I'm all about you leaving and going to hang out with your girlfriend. Like you do need your me time. Right. But when it's a big trip like that, that's not just like a little girl's weekend away. Right. That That's a big financial uh, decision to make. So anyways, whatever. It's whatever your priorities are. So good luck. I think I think that you could find compromise there. Yeah, I think what you said about going to Hawaii with your husband and then dipping out for like a day or two and hanging out with your girlfriends or whatever. And if they're your true friends, they're going to understand that you don't get to see your husband that often. That's true too. You know, like sorry, I want I want that D. Goodbye. Bye. All right, question number two. And this is actually a follow-up to our question from last week's podcast. Thank you both so much for responding to my email and your podcast. It means so much. I just wanted to give you a follow-up and also clarify some questions you had, even if this doesn't make it into your next podcast. He does get an erection and does ejaculate by masturbating. (laughs) That's an aggressive first way to start that sentence. Like, you have piqued my interest, (laughs) ma'am, but never has ejaculated from having sex with me. So in quotations, it goes, she says, sometimes when we do have sex and I finish, he will finish himself off and come that way and that way only. We have talked about this many times and he has said that even by me talking about it and knowing how upset it makes me feel, it almost makes it worse because then the next time we have sex, all he does is think about upsetting me if he can't finish. He said he was never finishing with anyone before and is not sure why. At one point, he thought it was his fear of getting me pregnant masturbating too often, stressed from school, or would sometimes use drinking as an excuse. But after four years of this, I, and even he agrees, there has to be another reason. But he promises that it has nothing to do with me, but rather sometimes he needs to figure out on his end. Also wanted to clarify that he will have sex with me if I initiate. But ever since the dog came into the picture, he no longer initiates like he used to. And to be honest, because this whole thing just makes me feel super insecure about not only myself, but our relationship, I don't even feel like initiating anymore knowing what the outcome will be. I don't blame her. I would feel the same exact way. I remember dating a guy once and he had said that to me where he was like, I've never gotten off from sex before. And like dating, I say loosely, like we went on like three dates together. But it was before we were ever in the bedroom. He had mentioned that. And I was like, I'm not going to. I'm not getting into that. Like if you've never finished from sex, like that's not a that's not a task I'm going to try to solve here. Like I don't want cuz cuz I know that that would make me feel bad about myself. I feel like it would inevitably make you insecure. 
And and again, even if it's on him and not necessarily on you, because I feel like as a girl, if a guy can't finish, you know, whether it's his mental block or whatever, you're automatically going to think that it's your fault. You're going to be like, what's wrong with me? Right. I just think there's so many different factors. Like, I get it. I mean, you're never as a guy. I don't think you're always 100 percent. You know, yeah. it's Russian roulette. You never know. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Yeah, but when it's consistent and he's never finished from sex before, like not even just with you. And if that's affecting you and your relationship, I think that's something that you have to decide. Like, can we introduce other things? Into I was the about to say, what have gonna... you done to like try to not her, but both of them in general? Like, yeah. what have they both done to try to like fix this issue? Like you're saying, what if what are you bringing into the bedroom differently? Maybe get some KY, maybe get a little toy. <laughs> I don't know, but I I think that that's something that you guys have to figure out. Um, you know what whatever's gonna work for you because if it is affecting your relationship, like sex is a part of your relationship. Like it's not a hundred percent and the only thing that matters. But, you know, that element, the physical and the emotional. Psychologically, too. Yeah, I mean, it's such like a, a balance between both. But you guys have to figure that out. Because, um, I mean, I, I understand why you're feeling the way that you're feeling, because I would feel the exact same way. The only other thing I could think of is, has he showed you like how he gets off, like how he does it himself? Oh, maybe that's a, oh, that's maybe point. he can just kind of teach you what he likes. I right. don't know. But yeah. also, I still think the dog is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to still fully commit to what we said last week. Like, like as long as the excuse. dog is not like jumping in bed with you guys and licking your fucking feet, like and it, and actually physically getting involved. Or just prove <laughs> it wrong once. Put him outside, shut the door, do the deed. And if it doesn't work out, then it's not the dog. Like, just prove no. it. Oh, he's he's just saying. I think in general, like the dog is killing the mood, but the dog's killing the mood. The lights aren't dimmed enough. It's too bright outside. There's a seems like there's a lot of factors that I may or may not be calling bullshit on. I mean, it's like that's how it is with me. If the TV's too loud, there's there's lots of things. Okay, but you've been together for four years. Like right. you guys haven't worked these kinks out in the four years you've been together. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not being harsh. I'm being serious. Like we are together 24 seven. You know, we had to work, figure out what I like, what you like, all that. But like within a year. Yeah. Not but even. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If there's like other things, I think like you guys have to evaluate like emotionally, physically, what's going to work. Is it deeper than that? Maybe go to a counselor. I don't know. There's there's lots of things, you know, we can only give so much advice of shit that we don't know, you know? True. Definitely ask him how he gets himself off, though. I think that would. Yeah, I, I think, think that would help. Group effort. <laughs> you're a team. In the end, you're, you're a team. team. Communicate. Com Mun did we say no, that? No, we didn't. <gasps> Communication. Well, I think that's uh, all we have for you guys today. It is. <laughs> it is. It tis. It is. Oh wait, do you want to read a review? Yes. So we got a five-star review from Alicia. She wrote the best. Eek. I've been following y'all for a while on Instagram. John, I, you didn't give that eek good enough. It's like eek, eek, eek. I've been following y'all for a while now on Instagram and just found your podcast a couple weeks ago. Absolutely love. Thanks for always keeping it real. Oh, thanks, girl. Devil horns. Well, she did like devil horn emoji with like the thumb. Like rock on, you mean? Oh, rock on. <laughs> oh my God. Rock on, baby. Rock on. I'm gonna, let's just end it on that note. All right, guys. If you have any questions you want to email us, you could reach us at hello at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. You could find us on Instagram at giveittomestraightpodcast and TikTok at giveittomestraight. We will see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye.